up guys welcome to the third out today is july 16th and it's a beautiful day for baseball we got a really good show for you guys today we're going to be talking about the all-star game which is coming up this week and we're talking about future all-stars mm-hmm. talking about current all-stars and then we're just going to be talking about you know wrapping up the first half of the season so it's going to be a really good show Everything, everything planned out for you. Got a list here. Let's hop right into it. Yeah. So, what we've been doing? Actually, we've been doing something on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Let's get into this first. Made a list. We ranked all of the all stars. Actually, I ranked all the all stars. Yeah, I did, did this. I did this really quick. I saw uh, an uh, article on MLB. Where they ranked, they called it like the All Star Power Ranking or something like that. Yeah, it was like the top fifty All Star, something like that. It was, it was just top fifty. I didn't read it all because I got really frustrated with the top half because it said it was going to rank the the All Stars by basically how good they were in the first half of the season, mm-hmm. how good they were as a whole, like in their career, and it was like it was like how much do we want to see them in the All Star game, which is really subjective. Yeah, extremely subjective. And I started reading the article, and it was basically all entirely based off of how much we want to see them in the All-Star game. And mm-hmm. none of it was like how good they were whatsoever. No. Yeah, because I remember I was looking at it, and I almost sent it to you, but I was like, oh, he's already seen it. And then I, you started making the video, and I was like, yeah, perfect. Yeah. I, I didn't even have to say anything. Yeah. So we saw that. We made I made our own list really quick. Right. And in my haste in doing it so quickly, I actually left off two players. I caught this last night. A little too late for me to add him now, but I forgot. Um, I forgot Jose Altuve, <laughs> and I forgot Martin Perez. So sorry, Rangers fans, your only guy got left off there. Um, well, so we'll, we'll make up for that now. What do you think of uh, Martin Perez? How much are you looking forward to seeing him? Uh, I mean, he, he's probably somewhere around the range where he's all right now in the yeah. in the rankings. Right in so, the middle there. Yeah, right in the middle. I mean, it's it's exciting to see him in there, but. I mean, he's not someone that's going to make me turn on the game or anything. Yeah. I feel like he's one of those guys where, like, he's having a really good first half. Mm-hmm. He really deserves to be there. The, like, the energy, the electricity is, like, he's not the most dominant, you know, like, yeah. as far as just, like, striking guys out or, like, having a fastball at, like, 100 miles an hour or anything like that. You know, he's kind of just like Nestor Cortez. Like, mm-hmm. Nestor Cortez has faded off a little bit more. But, yeah. like, yeah, yeah he's kind of right there. What about Jose Altuve? I mean, he, he's one of those guys that's fun to watch. I mean, you know, he's a little guy that has a lot of power. So, I mean, that's always going to be fun to watch. But, yeah. I mean, he'd be upper half of the list for sure. Okay. But, yeah, I would say, you know, 15 to 20 range, somewhere yeah. around in there. Yeah, that sounds like a good spot for him. So, make sure to check that out on Instagram, guys. Yes. See where the list is. See where your favorite players are. Um, with that, let's talk about some uh, some recent things that are happening as we move into the end of the first half. The Mariners have won 12 games in a row. Yeah, the Mariners are starting to look good. You know, they're for a little bit. They were shaky. You know, we were discussing they were kind of underperforming. Yeah, underperforming quite a bit. But, you know, 12 straight and in the first half strong. Hopefully they can take that into the second half. You know, play w- probably to what, you know, everybody expected them to play at. Yeah, yeah. And they are really, you know, going for that wild card spot right mm-hmm. now. Um, they currently hold the second wild card spot behind Tampa. The other surprise team going off right now, 
is the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. 500. The Baltimore Orioles, are, I mean, they're looking pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they're not that far out of the two and a half games. Yeah, two and a half games from the wild card race. I mean, and that that's a tough division too. Yeah. Everybody in the AL East above 500 or at 500. So, I mean, they're not that many games out. I mean, obviously they're 15 games out of the division, but they're not they're not out of the playoff race by any means at yeah, all. Very true. Did not really expect that. No, not at all. I mean, yeah. So, yeah but. Really good division. Um, here's a news story that broke. I believe it was this morning I got the alert. Mm-hmm. Juan Soto turned down a $440 million deal. Yeah, for 15 years. 15 years. 15 years for 440. That's insane. Yeah. 15, I mean, the 440, yeah, that's probably about what he's going to get. But for over 15 years, I mean, he, yeah, he's 23 right now. But, I mean, yeah, that's insane. That was a big one to turn down. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know the details of the deal. Yeah. You know, was there trade ops, you know, all that kind of yeah. stuff, opt outs. Um, but the Nationals have stated that they are willing to trade him now, or yes, will listen yeah. to offers at yeah, least. But realistically, there's only about three or four teams, maybe four teams that could trade him and give him a deal that big. Well, I don't know if you're if you're trading for him at this point. Are you looking for, you know, to just give him that deal outright, or are you just gonna like trade for him, keep him for the rest of this contract that he's on, and let him walk after that? Yeah, but I figure that's if, true. If you're if you want to pay the price to get him away from the Nationals, probably means you're going to be invested in him long term. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, and he's on our contract till 2024, so he doesn't have to get traded at the deadline or anything. Yeah, but I mean, that's still something to look at and something to keep tabs on. Yeah, and that really mixes up this upcoming you know trade class. Yeah, I mean, there's and I'm that hurts the Nationals too. Yeah, their organization and like everything they're trying to do. Yeah, he's the last big piece from that 19 World Series squad. Yeah, really. So, I mean, he was the lone survivor of their uh, of last year's trade deadline. And without him, I really feel like they're just fading back into like the 2006 Nationals, 2005, 2006 Nationals, where they were losing like 100 plus games a year. Yeah, I mean, because with, I mean, they're not that great with him right now. And you take a talent like that off a roster, you're looking at triple digit losses. Yeah, for and a while. It's not just triple digit losses. It's just like who cares about the Nationals? Like they're yeah. just nobody cares because they have nothing of interest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Josh Bell, but not everybody does. And I don't know. Josh Bell is not somebody that's gonna make you watch no. a game or go see a game. No. Soto is one of those guys where. He's going to make people turn on the Nationals games. He's going to sell out stadiums. Yeah, it still feels like, like the that. Nationals have something. Yeah, they have, that, They have, you know, at least from an entertainment standpoint, you know, something to watch. Yeah. I and mean, it yeah, may not be winning games, but... It gets you talking about the team, if yeah, nothing else. Yeah, exactly. And what, once he's gone, you're probably not talking about the Nationals for until they get somebody else halfway yeah. decent. Yeah. All right, so we got All-Star Weekend coming up. Today is the last day of games. Mm-hmm. There have been some events that have started today. The Futures game starts at 4 p.m. Pacific time, which mm-hmm. is 7 p.m. Eastern time. Probably when we post this podcast, that point in time would have already passed. Mm-hmm. But make sure, hopefully, you can check that out. Um, celebrity softball game will take place after that. It takes place during the day. They just play it on TV afterwards. <laughs> um, then we got 
the uh, the MLB draft is tomorrow at 4 p.m. Pacific, which is 7 Eastern time. So the MLB draft should be a lot of fun as well. Yeah. Do you, you have any predictions on uh, who's going one? Um, I was watching the uh, the prospect countdown, and Jones, Andrew Jones, is that his name? Or Drew Jones? I forget what his name. Um, he's from my place back in uh, Georgia. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of names tossed out. Yeah. For the number one pick. I mean, this, I don't follow the draft that much. Yeah. But, I mean, there's been 10, 15 names tossed around that yeah. could be could take a number one. Yeah. Um, no, I forget the guy's name. <laughs> and this is where I lack in, I keep up with the minor leaguers mm-hmm. a little bit better, but a lot of this draft stuff really is not something that I keep up with as much. It's something I want to start looking into a little more. Yes. Um, Drew Jones, not Andrew Jones. Um, Drew Jones out of Georgia. I feel like I feel like he should be taken number one, but I do feel like he's a better fit um, a little bit lower down. Probably yeah. a four with the Pirates. I feel like he's a fit for the Pirates. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I'm looking at you know the a projected draft here. Yeah, they have him going two, two to the Diamondbacks. I don't, yeah. I, that's probably not a bad fit for him either. That's not a bad fit. But the Orioles, I think yeah. the, I was watching the, the MLB top. 100 prospects mm-hmm. earlier today and they had him number one and i just don't feel like he's a fit for the orioles yeah i mean the orioles he's young he's right out of high school and i feel yeah. like the orioles are yeah a lot of their prospects are getting older i mean you got like you know yeah i feel like you're getting older you're there they got some guys starting to come up now mm-hmm. get a guy maybe in college who's a little closer to pro ready exactly yeah that's exactly what i'm thinking all right so we're not experts on the draft though but make sure to tune into that that will be interesting mm-hmm all right, that it's so they they've moved that into All Star Weekend. That used to be its own thing. Yeah, that used to be like either a couple weeks before, or a couple weeks after. Yeah, depending on the year. I think it was normally in like June. Mm-hmm. So now it now it's in the middle of All Star Weekend, which I like. That you know, it's not like there's going to be games on that night for us to focus on stuff. Exactly. Either. Yeah, you can have a little bit more spotlight. Whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, now here's the big one, one of interest. The MLB Home Run Derby is 8 p.m. Eastern Time Monday, 5 Pacific Time. We have the participants. I think last time we talked, we only had a handful of them announced. Let's go through these. Number one and number eight, this is going to be the first matchup, is going to be Kyle Schwarber versus Albert Pujols. What do you think of those two? Uh, I mean, you say, I mean, you, you pretty much you sent me the video of uh, the 75-year-old hitting the home run. Yeah. That, that's kind of what, I, what I'm feeling, what's going to happen. Yeah, probably should put that one on our Instagram. That was funny. Yeah. 75-year-old guy hitting a home run. That would I would be very surprised if Pujols took it very far here. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to perform bad. He's never he just never has done it before. Yeah. And, you know, he's 42. Yeah. So, I mean, and Schwarber, I he just hits bombs. All I the feel time. like Schwarber's going to dominate this. Yes. I would say he I I, I don't want to say he's a dark horse for to win it cuz he's the number 1 seed. But he yeah. just hasn't won it before, so I. Yeah, I mean, obviously Pete Alonso is the favorite. Yeah, I think. yeah. I, I mean, you won it two times in a row. Yeah, he's going for the three feet. Yeah. Yeah. Can Acuna take him down? He's going up yeah. against Acuna. I I think he can. Acuna is my dark horse to win it. Okay. I think he has a very good chance to win it, but he he kind of got you know a bad draw going against Alonso. Yeah, definitely. But if he can beat Alonso, I think he wins it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because on this side of the bracket, 
I mean, he has Corey Seager and then Julio. I feel like it's going to be Julio. Um, so Corey Seager, I don't know. He may be uh, the batting practice guy that can do it, but I feel like we see guys like him in the home run derby all the time, and it's just like they never – Mm-hmm. They never get there. I feel like Julio's yeah. got a little more electricity, can probably yep. pull he, a couple more out. Yeah, I feel like he's the guy that if he hits, you know, four or five in a row, he's going to get on a roll and, you know, yeah. go off for, you know, 20, 25. Now, the four and five seed, this is this Not, is it. Yeah, that's going to, that's the real, I think that's the best, best matchup. This is, I can't wait to Between see Soto and Ramirez. I, that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Juan Soto, Jose Ramirez. I these are two of my favorite players. Yeah, this year, yeah, that's going to be very fun. I've, I, I wish they weren't facing each other because those guys. I mean, either one of those guys in. can win it. Yeah, too. I'm really, I'm pulling for Jose. I, I think I like Jose a little yeah. more. Um, yeah. So those are those are the home run derby participants. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I always mm-hmm. enjoy the home run derby. Yeah. Last year they messed up the cameras a lot. Yeah, last year it was a little rough, and the audio was kind of off. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully the production team does a little bit better this year with it. But, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were doing interviews when some – I can't remember who it was. was at like 35 or something. Yeah. Crazy 30, something like that. And they just like weren't tracking the home runs. They were like no, showing no. the swing, but then, you had no clue where the ball went. Yeah, and he was – and it wasn't like he was getting them right over the – fence like you know first second row he was yeah. going like second deck almost yeah. every time yeah so all right so that is the home run derby hopefully they can fix the production and that should be pretty good mm-hmm. all-star game is the next day 7 30 eastern time 4 30 pacific time that is on a tuesday mm-hmm. i don't know looking forward to this game yeah that should be a lot of fun uh, there's a lot of stars in it um obviously it's the all-star game but there's I feel like this year there's a lot more exciting players yeah. in it. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I always enjoy the MLB mm-hmm. All-Star game. I feel like, you know, NBA is all right if you like watching offense, but it's still kind of just become. Yeah. yeah, the MLB is the one All-Star game that's still played at the level that the sport could be played at. Yeah. And even though there is more worked into it, like, you know, they're interviewing players, like, in the middle of the game and that kind of stuff, like, it doesn't take it like it's baseball, and it doesn't actually affect the game that much. Yeah, I mean they do that during regular season games all the time. Yeah, they started doing it then too. Yeah, yep, because they figured out it doesn't actually impact the game that much. Yeah, nope. You just put picture in picture in the whatever corner you want to have the game still going. Interview, you know Juan yeah. Soto. It doesn't matter because Juan Soto can be standing in right field and be answering questions. Exactly, and it doesn't affect him. You know, we saw Harrison Bader track down a fly ball and make a diving catch while talking to the camera. So, I mean. It, yeah, so I am really excited for that because, um, you know, All-Star Game, we get to see the best of the best in a really good game. Now, do you want to do the draft first or do you want to do the talk about future players? I'll leave it up to you. A pretty good question. Uh, we got two segments, guys. Yeah. So we're going to – the two things we're going to do is we're actually – Noah and I are going to draft um, all the All-Stars and divide them into two different teams. He's going to pick some players. I'm going to pick some players. And then we're going to have our teams and, you know, just talk about who we, you know, obviously I'm going to think my team is better. Obviously Noah's going to think his team is better. Um, and maybe we can find a way to determine that. I don't know. But we're basically just going to draft all the All-Stars into our own two teams. The other thing we're going to do is we are going to um, give seven players each mm-hmm. that we think is going to make the All-Star game in the next, I don't know, probably three years, 
Let's say three years. Yeah, within the next three years. Within yeah. the next three years. So guys that did not make the All-Star game this year. Yeah. But we think are going to come out and surprise people and make it within the next three years. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do those those seven players each. Okay. All right. I'll lead it off. Yeah. My first one is Stephen Kwan of the Guardians. Now, he came out of nowhere at the beginning of the season. He, like, jumped out and was doing absolutely amazing. Um, he has slowed down a little bit, but his thing is he does not strike out. Yeah. Like, he can make contact with everything. Um, he just doesn't swing and miss. Like, what was it? He had, like, an MLB record, or it was, like, something crazy. Like, the most, you know, at-bats or pitches without have, without swinging and missing. Um so great contact skills for him. He was he was the Guardians' third overall prospect. He is 61st in the top 100. But I think he's great. You know, you got good defense, great contact skills. You know, he's going to find a way to be a great player. If you don't strike out and if you hit for average, you're going to have a place in this league, I think. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to be like a perennial all-star, you know, make it every year. But he's definitely going to make it here, yeah. here pretty soon. Yeah. All right. Who's your first? My first one. Is I went with Randy Orizion. Orizion. Yeah, Lord. Can't we talk about him a lot. Yeah, we talk about him a lot. Yeah, he's he he could have made it this year maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's 27 years old. He finished 11th this year in the outfield vote. Now the, his thing is the AL has a lot of good outfielders. Yeah. But so you know he could have made it this year. Um. You know, a lot of people went back and forth why he didn't make it this year. Popularity seems to be one of the big things. But I I think he'll he'll eventually make it in there. I mean, he, he plays very well. He was 11th, as I said, with – he had over 500,000 votes. So, I mean, his, yeah. he's getting votes. But, I mean, when you got Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, Buxton, Brantley, Garcia, you know, Tiosco, Hernandez, yeah, he's probably not going to be a starter, but yeah. yeah, he's not going to be a starter, but he can definitely be a reserve. Um, so, yeah, especially like right now, he does appear like the best left fielder in all of baseball too. Yeah, because there's not a lot in left field. Because like we're just taking center fielders and right fielders and just sticking them in left field for the All Star game. You know, I don't know who there is in left field that I'd really take over Randy Rosarena. So he's got to make an All Star game, right? Yeah, at least here in the next couple of years. You know, he he may not be someone that makes it every single year. But he's going to be in the conversation for it. Yeah. Yep. He's got to get one. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going out to Seattle, and I am on the edge of a branch that is very thin. I'm going with Kyle Lewis. So Kyle Lewis won the Rookie of the Year in 2020. Um, injuries have been a big deal here, though. Mm -hmm. If I, I have not seen anything I don't like from Kyle Lewis. Yeah. I mean, he's a good, he's a good solid player. Yeah. He just has to stay healthy. Exactly. I feel like if he stays healthy, I have no reason to doubt him. Because mm -hmm. he is incredible when he plays. Can he stay healthy, though? I'm sure, like, surely, I'm pleading. Sometime within the next three years, he has to stay healthy through at least the first half of the season and make an all-star game. Yeah, I mean, there's you can't stay injury-ridden that long. Yeah. He has to. Yep. So, I mean, he didn't really play last year. He hasn't really played this year. He's played like four games mm -hmm. this year. Um, but his career numbers in the MLB look all right. I mean, I would take him. He's got a 2.9 war over 116 MLB games. If he, again, if he just stays on the field, 
I like Kyle Lewis to make an all-star game. Yeah, just staying on the field. I mean, I agree with you. As long as he stays on the field, he's going to be going to be in one eventually. Here now, so my next pick is someone who's he's been in the All Star game before, but he's kind of fell off the the radar quite a bit. We've talked about him before, and that's going to be Jose Barrios. You know, up there in Toronto, yeah, he was an All Star there in eighteen and nineteen. Now I think he can, I, he can get back to the player, you know, the pitcher he was. You know, he he had a rough start this year, but. I mean, I mean, we all thought that the Blue Jays were going to have, you know, a pretty solid rotation of starters there. Yeah. And, you know, we thought he, he came in to be the ace, and he wasn't that guy, yeah. uh, being Alec Manoa. But, yeah, so, but that's probably a good thing. You know, you put Manoa at the one, you know, Barrios, you know, two or three, he starts playing really well. But, I mean, he's starting to look back. I mean, he, his last couple starts, he looked pretty good. And he started listening to our advice Yeah, a little bit. I don't know if you remember, we were talking, um, there was that one episode where we were talking about if we thought players were going to turn it around, if they were going to stay mm-hmm. on a downhill trend. We said he relies too much on his fastball. Yeah, he's starting to mix it up. He is. He's using his off-speed pitches a lot more now. Mm-hmm. And it works because his off-speed pitches are incredible. Yeah, I mean, they're... And that's why I, I don't understand why he didn't throw more. I mean, and it's yeah. been the last two seasons, really. It really has. I mean, he's, he's always been a guy with great potential mm-hmm. and just has like kind of been on underneath a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, he's still, I think, just got to spot up his fastball a little bit more, and he's there. Yeah, I mean, one, yeah. So, you know, he had the COVID year, didn't look good there. And then last season, he didn't look very good either. But... But I think you just take a deeper dive into like, yeah. look, like look at how much his fastball is getting beat up, and then take that out and look how good his other pitches are. I think you're you understand. Oh, it's it's just him learning to mix his pitches. Exactly, he's got the ability. Yeah, so he's finally mixing his pitches up. You know, hopefully next season, you know, the year after that, he'll continue to do that. And then I, he's probably not going to be the Blue Jays ace because Manoa, you know, Manoa's pitching very good. Gosman's there too. So you will be healthy eventually. Yeah. So, but him be, being a three or four guy and him pitching to the potential that he has could still be an all star. Yeah. I mean, that, that's still an all star caliber pitcher. So, yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to. All right. My third pick. I'm going to the pitching side as well now. I'm going with Tristan McKenzie. Mm-hmm. Now, he kind of popped onto my radar about a month back. He was among our discussion for pitcher of the month. His ERA is a little high, and this is kind of the interesting thing about him. His ERA and his FIP kind of show that he's already overperforming what, you know, like he's getting a little lucky right now. But the thing that I am banking on, the thing I really like, is his whip is a .977, and he has a hits per nine of Mm 6.4. So basically what I summarized that down to is he gets hit pretty hard. Like, people just, like, rip, you know, if he throws a pitch and they make contact with it, it's going to be hit hard. But, I mean, you don't get hits very often. No. That's the thing. Um, and so I really like the fact that, like, you don't get many hits against him. If you don't get many hits, you don't score many runs. Yeah. I think he's going to work with that. I think he's going to be good. Yeah, I mean, he's got to. I mean, yeah, when you don't get hits, you obviously don't get runs. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't get runs. You know, his 
wins are going to go up. Yeah. So and yeah. he's just going to balance it out because right now the whip looks great and the ERA does not look as great. Yeah. I think it's going to balance out. I think. Yeah. It'll, it'll eventually it'll balance yeah. out somewhere. And I'm hoping that the ERA comes down to the whip and the whip doesn't go up to the ERA. Yeah. It, it'll go one way or the other. Yeah. So. So that's my third. All right, my third. I'm going, you know, down at the NL with T. Brian Haynes, there yeah. in Pittsburgh. I mean, his issue, the only issue there with that is third base in the NL is loaded. It's loaded, but it's old. Exactly. So you may have to push it past three years, but I think you got I it. Mean, yeah, he he might be in there in three years. Yeah, that. I mean, you got Machado and Arnado this year, obviously. Yeah. Um, Austin Riley. Yeah, Austin Riley, who was just named as a replacement today. Yep. And so right there's three all-stars there. Yep. But yeah, he, he once, you know, they 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 start getting a little older and they're not, they're not going to make it every year. Yeah, he'll I think he'll sneak in here in the next 2 years. Yeah. 2 or 3 years, he'll sneak in. I mean, he's he could have if you look at his stats, he could have made it this year. I mean, he's he leads all the MLB with defensive runs saved, well, saw that today, and then he's sixth among war. Yeah. So. And he's an incredible prospect. Like yeah. I mean, when he was a prospect, he was a prospect in 2021. He was sixth overall. Yeah. So he was the Pirates' number one prospect. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'd really like this guy as well. I think he's going to be great. I think there will be a time in his career where he is an All Star every year. Yeah, I can see that. That may not be. I mean, he may make one like next year and then miss it the year after. And then that third year, from third year on out, I I would bank on him making it more often than not. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. I mean, his batting average, stuff like that. Like, I think he's working in the right direction. I think mm-hmm. it'll click too. And again, health. Yeah. He's another guy with health. <laughs> him and Kyle Lewis kind of are relatively similar, needing to stay healthy a little bit. Yeah. All right. I am going. Also to the National League. I'm going to the National League. East, team we already talked about. Kybert Ruiz for the Nationals. So, catcher is kind of a shallow position year to year, it seems like. Um, And he was a top catcher prospect. Um, His defense does need improvement, but his defense is supposed to be great. Yeah. I feel like having the Nationals pitching staff is a part of the reason why his defense is so bad. Yeah, I yeah, I agree with that. So, what he has going for him is surely at some point in the next couple of years he's going to have better pitching staff to work mm-hmm. with. And, you know, as a prospect, you know, his numbers say that he should get better there. But as as a hitter at the plate, he is incredibly disciplined. Like this yeah. is a guy that could have a 300 average average as a catcher. Yeah, and he doesn't swing and miss at bad pitches at all. He doesn't swing and miss very often in general. Yeah. So, I mean, he takes his pitches he's supposed to take, he swings his pitches he's supposed to hit or, you know, swing at. So, I mean, that's, that's a good recipe there at the plate. Yeah. So I think he's going to become something great here soon. And I know catchers, it kind of can take a little while for them yeah. to figure things out, but I think he's going to be fine. Um, yeah. I think the contact will, like, it hasn't translated to average quite yet. It, it will. It will. Yeah. I mean, it, him being so young, and I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he makes contact enough that they'll start, they'll, the average will start going Yeah, up. I mean, he's 97th percentile in strikeout percent, 93rd in whiff percent, so he doesn't swing and miss, he doesn't strike out. 
I mean, he'll get better. He'll start walking more with that. He's going to start hitting the ball harder as he gets comfortable. He's going to be fine. I think he's going to make an all-star game here soon. Yeah, Especially because Wilson Contreras might be leaving the National League. Mm-hmm. Who else? What other National League catchers do you have to look at that you're like, man, this guy's going to be there for the next two or three years as an all-star? Yeah. The list isn't very long. Nope. Not very long at all. So that'll take to my next guy, who, again, has been in an all-star game before. It's been a pretty decent amount of time. But that is Marcella Azunia there. Uh, you know, he was an all-star 16, 17, silver slugger in 17. Uh, but he's kind of fallen off, you know, fallen off here yeah. recently. I mean, last year, he didn't play a whole lot. You know, he got in trouble. Then he had to serve his 20-game suspension. So, but in 19, he looked pretty good. Uh, I believe I saw today. I think he was like sixth in all-star voting or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, sixth in all-star voting there. Um, in 2020, he was like basically an MVP. Yeah, yeah, 2020, not 2019. Yeah, 2020, he looked very good. You know, MVP, sixth. Um, then last, or yeah, 2021. It's off to a really hot start before things went downhill. Yeah. And then he hasn't reached that potential again. But I think he's once he gets back in the swing of things, he's consistently playing again. He's one of those guys. He may not be MVP level like he was, yeah. but he's definitely an all-star. Yeah, so here's what it was. He was, in 2020, he hit 338 mm-hmm. batting average. And then in 2021, dropped to 213 and now 214. He has a negative war in 2021-2022. So it would take a turnaround. But I am kind of with you. I think he has the ability to turn it around. Yeah. He's just one of those guys that has too much natural talent not to. Yeah, and his numbers still look good. Like he still has a great hard hit ball percentage. His expected woba mm-hmm. is still good. His expected batting average is still good. Like he barrels everything up. It's in the 89th percentile in barrel rate. Like I don't know. You know he strikes out a little bit, but yeah. he should be able to pick it back up. So don't don't yeah. sleep on him. Especially with that lineup that the Braves have. He's. I mean, there's too many offensive weapons for him to get pitched around or whatever. So he's definitely, I think, I don't want to say next year because, you know, again, the outfield's kind of loaded yeah. in the NL, but he's def- he's going to be in the conversation more than what he is now. Yeah. All right. I'm going to move it in a different direction. This was kind of, I don't know, relievers. Relievers are, I don't know why they're so weird in the All-Star game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, not as many relievers make the All-Star game. No. But there aren't many consistent, like, every year all-star relievers at the same time. Like, Josh Hader is going to make it every year. Yeah. For a while, Chapman was in there every year, it seemed like. But Definitely not this year. There's a good amount of turnover with relievers. Yeah. It's like, every other year, you have a whole new set. Exactly. So, I think he's going to be there. And he was a solid prospect, at least for a reliever. And he's 25 years old. He's already established himself as a closer. Mm-hmm. I think he's setting himself up for a very long, very solid career. Um, I mean, in percentiles, he's like 89th in average exit velocity. You know, he's eight, he strikes out a lot of guys. He's got to get a little bit of command, but he throws the ball very hard. Um, yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna make one at some point. Um, you know, needs to oh, needs to get his uh, ERA down a little bit, but you know. All of his percentiles are among the best in the league. So. Yeah. All right, now, who is this? 
Uh, Camilo Duvall for the Giants. Duvall. That's what I thought, but I couldn't didn't know if he said it or not. But yeah, I, I agree. I think he he's definitely going to be one of those uh, one of those all stars that, or one of those closers that makes the all star game. Yeah, you know, pretty frequently. I mean, playing for the Giants helps too. Yeah, I mean, you get you know exposure and everything like that. Yeah, and so far this year he has ten point nine strikeouts per nine. Last year he had twelve point three strikeouts per nine. So like he strikes guys out. Yeah. So electric stuff. Who's your next? My next one is again someone who uh, been in the All Star game. We've talked about him, you know, kind of dropping off the map for a little bit, and that's going to be Alex Bregman. Yeah, I mean he's had he was an All Star, but I, again a guy with injuries, I think that kind of derailed him a little bit. Um, yeah, he hasn't looked good the last couple seasons, but I mean he's finally healthy again. So once I think once he stays healthy, plays, you know, gets back in the swing, you know, I think he may not be back to the caliber he was. But he's definitely going to be, you know, in a in an all star conversation. Call, you know, leaning more towards making it. You know, he's only twenty eight years old, so I was kind of surprised you went with this one, honestly. Yeah, I, I was too, there. But I, I I think he's too good of a player not, you know, to get back to where he was. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, and he is, like you said, he's 28, he's in his prime. He's, I mean, these next three years are really going to be in his prime, too. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, he was a top prospect back in the day. He yeah. was really what the Astros were focused on when they were going into that World Series run. Yeah, I mean, he was. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the guys left from those runs there. I mean, between 18 and 19, you know, he made the All-Star game twice, finished top five in NL, or, uh, AL MVP voting. Both of those years. I mean, he's a very talented player. He had wars of eight point one and eight point two those two years yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, it's so, insane. Yeah, he. I don't. He may not get you know to that, that point, but he's going to be good. But all his issues started, you know, when he signed that hundred million dollar deal. You know, his big contract. So you know, a lot of, that happens a lot. These guys sign yeah. these big deals, and then that next year and the year after that, I mean, they just don't compete like they were. Yeah, I mean. I, it, maybe they don't train like they used to when they needed the money or whatever. We you know whatever it might be, but yeah, it seems that happens a lot more than you would think. Yeah. All right. My next one, we are, I think I've been in the National League for a little while now. Mm-hmm. We're going to my Cardinals, Nolan Gorman. Yeah, I was waiting on one. Yeah. You knew one would make it. And there's so many young players on our team, and I don't think a lot of them are going to be really like all-star level players. But I think Nolan Gorman's going to be one. So he's a great left-handed hitter, great second baseman. I think there's one thing left for him to do, and that is to learn to hit left-handed pitchers a little better. Yeah. I think once he masters that, he's already, like, he was already getting a lot of votes. And this, I mean, NL, it helps that second base is also a weaker position. This is kind of like NL catcher. There's not that many guys there. So we had, like, you know, Ozzy always got a lot of votes. We discussed it. He didn't really maybe deserve those. Yeah. Um, you know, we had Jazz Chisholm and Jeff McNeil. Outside of those guys, I mean, Nolan Gorman was right behind them. Yeah. And he's only been here since, like, the beginning of June. Yeah. So, yeah, he's definitely one of those guys that once he stays consistent, you know, can hit the left-hander. I mean, he could – he's going to be in conversation every year. I mean – 
not just because it's so thin there, but I mean, that's definitely going to help him out. And he is a top prospect yeah, right, yeah. as well. He's already accumulated more war than Ozzy Albies had, just saying. Yes. So, not hard to do. Not hard to get past the point eight, but, you know, he's already done it at this point in the season. So, yeah, that's my sixth. All right. So, I'm going to go take it over to the NL. Uh, and that's going to be in Cincinnati there with Brandon Dury. Uh, I mean, there's he could have made it this year. There's been a lot of discussion on him making it this year. You know, he led the Red. You know, every team has to make have one. Yeah. It was a, a lot of people thought that he was going to be the Reds pick. I mean, he leads the reg, Reds in home runs, RBIs, hits, slugging percentage, all that. And then, you know, Tyler Stevenson had a broken thumb, so that even helped him out even more. People thought he was going to get in. Yeah. Um, but I, when I was, you know, researching stuff and trying to find stuff to say for him, I came across this uh, this Reds blog that I, I just thought thought it was too funny not to not to say it. This guy was – he thought that, you know, Drury not making the game this year was a crime and uh-huh. people should go to jail. Um but I'll, I'll just read something from this. It's coming from Blog Red Machine. It's like, don't fool yourself. William Contreras did not make the 22 National League All-Star roster because he deserved it. It's because Major League Baseball wants to milk the pathetic narrative of two brothers appearing uh, in a, starting in the on the same All-Star roster. Uh, so Okay, well, William Contreras didn't really deserve it. So Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So. You can take that up with Braves fans, not with MLB, though. Yeah, exactly. He's the one. He's the one that got voted. Yeah, and then it goes on and says Brandon Drury was the biggest All Star snub, snub, and it wasn't even close. Um, I mean, I mean, he's having a solid year. Yeah, he's having a solid year. Could he have made it? Yeah. yeah. Is it a crime for him not to make it? No. He was borderline. Yeah, he was borderline. If he was on any other team than the Reds, this isn't a discussion. He's the leader of the Reds. That's why I think yes. it's so close. Yes, he's the leader he's of the Reds. Because he's obviously the read. He's obviously the Reds' best hitter, mm-hmm. and it's not even close. Oh yeah, I mean he's a great player. Yeah. I mean he obviously, I think so. I picked him to make the All Star yeah. game in the next three years, but he's got a WAR of two point three. Yeah, I mean he. I think he's having a very good year. I think he makes it next year. Yeah, I think the the only problem with him, and again we go back to the same thing you said with Brian Hayes. You're you're looking at a heavier position here. Yes, it's I mean, third base. You're gonna have to get past Austin Riley. You're gonna have to get past you know Machado and Arenado. Yeah, now that's I, the tough part. Yeah, I think he he can get past Austin Riley. It's Machado and Arenado that I'm yeah. concerned about. Yeah, I actually saw some stuff that Austin Riley was actually kind of a snub. Yeah, he actually like I know we slept on him early just because of how cold a start he got off to in the season, which wasn't that cold. He is He's up on the, the hitter power rankings now. He is coming yeah. alive. We yeah, haven't, we haven't really talked about well. him. Let's give him some love. But yeah, Jury, I think, will be there. I'm with you. Um, especially stepping up for the Reds. Um, I went out here with this last one. This is kind of me going out on a limb. And a guy I believe in, and I don't necessarily have the numbers or the support of the Miami Marlins to back me here. But I went with Edward Cabrera. All right. He is the team's fifth prospect overall the 94th. All right, coming into 
2022. He came up, he had three starts this year. 3.45 ERA, not bad. Um, I mean, I don't have a lot on him, because, I mean, obviously a very small sample size, and he hasn't done a, the greatest in the minor leagues yet. But I think he's going to figure it out. I I mean, I just watch him, and I see he has electric stuff, and I like the way he pitches. I think he's going to – I mean, Miami can develop pitchers. I think we're learning that a lot this year. Um, I think he's going to come up, and I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be a big help to this team here soon. Yeah, I agree. I think he's going to – yeah. I mean, obviously we don't have numbers or anything like that to back it up, but I, I can see him being in the All-Star game here pretty soon. Yeah. And, yeah, just like – I don't know. I'm looking at the Miami Marlins yeah. rotation. And, I mean, Trevor Rogers came up and was, like, almost Rookie of the Year last year. Obviously, you got Lopez who's good, and you got Sandy. Like, they pull yeah. guys up. They know yeah. how to develop pitchers. Yeah, exactly. And with his raw ability. Yeah, he's gonna. he might end up being the best one out of all those guys. Yeah. Maybe not Sandy, but, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's got his fastball slider are amazing. So, yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. Who's your last? Yeah. Staying in the NL, actually staying in Cincinnati, Tyler Stevenson. I uh, you know this is a guy, he probably would have been in it this year if he didn't break his thumb. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, he's very talented. Again, uh, you know, he's the, uh, a catcher, NL, NL catcher. He yeah. is the guy. If, Will, if Contreras leaves, he's the guy. Yeah, he's the guy that's going to be in it every year. Yep. Uh, but, Ruiz is on the younger end. Tyler Stevenson is his time. Yeah, and once he stays healthy, you know, stays behind the plate, he's gonna he's gonna be very good. Yeah, health hadn't even been a problem. I mean, he's yeah. only his second season, yeah, but like, yeah, once he hadn't yeah. been a problem last year. Yeah, if he doesn't, yeah, once he doesn't break his thumb right before the All Star break. Yeah, but I mean, one one broken thumb isn't gonna make you an injury riddle riddle player. No, or anything. especially back there at catcher. Yeah, that's pretty common. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So there's our. Seven guys each, you know, 14 guys total. You know, we got Randy Rosariana there, Jose Barrios, Brian Haynes, Marcel Azuno, Alex Bregman, Brandon Dury, and Tyler Stevenson. Yeah, and I took uh, Edward Cabrera. I'm going backwards. Nolan Gorman, Camilla Duvall, Kybert Ruiz, Tristan McKenzie, Kyle Lewis, and Stephen Kwan. Yeah, you went with guys that had never made it before. Yeah, I, I did go on the younger end. Yeah, I kind of picked guys that I thought would, you know, get back to where they were. You I, know, like, I, I picked some guys that hadn't made it before, obviously. Yeah, I liked but, how we kind of mixed that up, too. Yes. Because even the guys you picked who haven't done it before, I mean, aside from, like, Cabrian Hayes, a lot of those guys are guys in their prime, too. Mm -hmm. So mine, my guys may not make the All-Star game until after, like, five years, maybe. But, but they're yeah. going to make it. Yeah. I think, we, yeah, we yeah. did a good job with that. I think you definitely hit the three-year mark on the net, on the head a little more maybe than I did. But with that, let's go into the draft. And I don't know if I explained it very well last time. Basically, we're taking all the All-Stars, all the guys that made the All-Star game, and we're going to draft them into two teams. Noah's going to have a team. I'm going to have a team. We're going to draft them into two teams. And from there, there's not really a whole lot we can do with it because we can't call MLB and say, hey, divide these guys into two teams and have them play a game. So we can let you guys on Instagram and Twitter and wherever you guys are, you know, we'll post a picture of the rosters. You guys can say who you think is going to win. I'm sure we'll throw out an Instagram poll mm -hmm. who we think is going to win. And maybe even I think what we're going to do, Noah has MLB The Show. I think we're going to set up some rosters, maybe have the teams play against each other. 
um, just to see how it sorts out. I don't know. I'm not as experienced with MLB the show, at least this year. I haven't played in a while. But, yeah, I think it would be cool just to kind of see how this draft kind of goes. Mm-hmm. But with that, yeah. do we have a coin or something we could flip to see who gets the first pick? I think I have something like that. Okay. So, um, we're going to do it free-for-all. We, we thought about going position by position and decided not to. We're going to go free-for-all. You can pick... You know, pitcher, catcher, infielder, whatever you want, any order you want. I don't have a coin type thing. I think we're going to flip this glove here. Okay. All right. If the words on the inside here or land up, that would be heads. Okay. This would be tails. All right. You, you go ahead and call it. All right. Heads. All right. That is heads. So I will go first. All right. So let's do this draft. I will take the first pitch. Pick. First pitch. All right, I will go, I think I got to go with my guy, Mike Trout. I think, um, I mean, I think he's the best player in baseball, and I feel like that gives you who you want at number one anyway. Possibly, yes. I don't know who you're thinking. But, yeah, I'm going to go, you know, with my first pick. I'm going to stay in the outfield there, and I'm going to take Judge. I figured that would be your first pick. Um, let me mark those in. I cannot spell. So second pick for me. Let's see, do I wanna do I wanna switch it up? Do I wanna go with a pitcher here? So I think yeah. The thing about an all-star game format is how valuable are pitchers if they're only gonna go one inning for you. Yeah. That is a, I mean, hitters are gonna be rotating out a good bit too, but like they get to play half a game. Yeah. Yeah, so who do you want to pitch, you know, for three outs, basically? Yeah, exactly. That is kind of a, a point that I don't want to have to think about. It may just be easier. I don't know. If I could go with another outfielder or if I want to go with an infielder here. I mean, if I'm stacking my lineup, I'm just going to go with Ronald Acuna. Oh. Because this is not so much on how they performed in the first half. This is just guys I like. It's an all-star game. Why not? Yeah, exactly. There's a couple guys I could take here. What are you thinking? Are you thinking pitcher or are you thinking infielder? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about getting my positional players and then going pitching. Unless you start taking pitchers, I'll have to start taking pitchers. But, mm-hmm. I think I think I'm gonna go ahead and take my DH. Ooh, I thought you might say that. Yeah. Now, did we decide if we take Shohei if we get him for DH and pitching? Well, uh, we said we pick him separately for each. Separately for each. Okay, I gotta change my pick then. Um. I think that's what we said last night. So. Yeah, I can't remember. We we went back and forth with it for a while. I think I'm gonna go with Goldie. Alright. That's actually where I was leaning with this pick. Um it's fine. It's fine. So I could finish out my outfield already. And I could have a pretty electric outfield at this point. Um 
Did we discuss? I mean, I assume I assume we're taking the injured DHs, right? Jordan oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, can yeah, use yeah. them. Yeah. Injuries are not on. All right. <laughs> um. So do I go pitcher here, or do I go to a, keep my lineup? I think my lineup's going to be stacked either way. I would go with a pitcher, and I would go with Josh Hader. Because okay. I figure, if, I mean, if we're only getting three outs, there's really not a lot of reason to go to the bullpen. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with my outfield here. I'm going to take Soto. Ooh. If I had Soto, that would have been like the best outfield in all of baseball, I think. It would have been hard to top. Um, so Soto's gone. I'm take him off the board. I am happy with a lot of these outfielders. Yeah. It's relatively. Outfield. You can't go wrong with taking any one of these outfielders. Yeah. Have we discussed, do we actually have to use these DHs? Uh, I mean, if it's in the lineup, yeah. If that DH is there, yeah, you gotta use. You uh, gotta have a DH. I'll I'll take Jordan, take Jordan Alvarez, which may have been kind of silly because you got Harper there, who's also a really good DH, who I really don't need now. But yeah, well, so that's that's gonna be my pick because I'm taking Harper. All right, so you take Harper. Um, I may step back up and I may go back to the mound. With Shane McClanahan, I feel like you know high K rate. That should be, that should be a big help getting past some really good hitters when, when it comes down to it. Yeah, he's probably going to be my starter too. Yeah, I'm going to take Cole. I'm going to take Eric Cole. Okay, I like that too because you know you got the dominance there. Um, I mean, obviously you could say that uh, you know you could take Corbin Burns or Sandy is the best. You don't get the dominance with those guys. No. That'd be a big help on a team. All right, so I haven't touched my infield yet. And I feel like I have options at a lot of positions. I don't have as many options at first base, though. I think my only solid option at first base is Vlad. So yeah. I got to take Vlad here. Yeah, I went back and forth between Vlad and Goldie. Figured I'd take Goldie. Yeah. And a lot of, like, one thing I consider is, like, you know, take. I don't know what position. Like, think of the DHs that I messed up on last time. Um, you know, you got Jordan and Harper. You pick one, the other guy can just go and pick the other. And, like, yeah. it really doesn't help your team that much. So they're yeah. so even. This is kind of, we're doing this kind of like the NBA did their actual All-Star draft. Do you think yeah. the, the MLB should actually do it like this? I think it would, I think it's more interesting. I mean, it may help. Or the MLB doesn't really have this problem because players move around anyway. They get traded. But I think player mobility really switched in the NBA when they started doing this because, you know, you have other guys talking to, you know, other all-stars playing different teams and such. But I think I think it would be fun. You know, you get Aaron Judge, Mike Trout, or whoever, and they're just picking teams. Yeah. All right, so it's your pick, though. Oh, yes, it is my pick. I'm going to go with Verlander. So that evens us back out. We're really even here. We've basically done the same positions at this point in time. I will stick in my infield. I will stick with Jose Ramirez. 
you know my guy. He is my guy, so I'll take him. So I'm going to go with a lot of good third basemen. I was thinking third. I'm also thinking second. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Trey Turner. You want you want to put him at short? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna put him at short. Yes, we don't really have much of an option. That's where he was an all star. Yes. That is that's probably the best shortstop. That is a very smart move. I yeah, because I was looking, I was looking at the top two guys we had, and then I was like, ah, I think I'm just gonna take him. Yeah. Yeah, because I could take either one of those guys later on, and they both have. Excellent people behind them. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking how I want to round this out. Let's take, like, hmm. I'll probably go back to pitching here. So, going on with the dominance factor. I have a couple options here, and I am really itching to take a certain guy. May not do me very well, so I'll go with Joe Musgrove. You know what? Make it a little simple. Okay, so then I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna take Manny Machado. Okay. Um. Shoot. I will take another pitcher. I will take Alec Manoa. Oh. Ah. I know you want that one. That was going to be probably my next pick or the pick after that. But I think I need to start getting pitching. I'm going to go with Sandy. All right. Um, we haven't touched catchers yet. Yeah, that one was coming up on me. But I'm looking at the two catchers, and I'm not really sure. Which I mean, one? I think Alejandro Kirk's the obvious choice, so I'll just go ahead and take him. Yeah, sir. Okay, Alejandro Kirk, a catcher for me. I think I'm going to go with Jazz here. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Um... To round out my outfield, I got options here. We got Mookie here, we got Buxton, Kyle Tucker. I will take Mookie Betts. Why not? So I want to go ahead and I'm going to take Stanton and finish my outfield out. Okay. Now, let's see, I will take, I'll go back with pitch, pitching, I'll take Corbin Burns. Okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with pitching as well and take Luis Castellano. Okay. Um, I still have gaps in my infield, that's probably not good. Especially shortstop. So 
but I'm not entirely sold on any of the shortstops. Uh, I may let this sit there because I don't know which one I want. Which means I will take Jose Altuve as a second baseman. Alright, so I gotta finish my starting lineup there, so I'll just take Trevino. Ooh. Did not expect that one. Dress. Um, how do we want to do this, dude? So, we have a choice. It doesn't really matter, because this is not going to be a game that's actually played. But, if we do actually play it, like, on MLB The Show or something like that, do we want to make it to where we have to switch our entire starting lineup out halfway through the game? No. Okay, just as we want? Yeah, just, yeah, just however. However, it comes out. I mean, as an all-star game, if we were like actually replicating an all-star game, it would be closer yeah, to that. Like two in, after two, 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 two at-bats or something like that. Okay. So that basically helps us value yeah, how much our value. reserves are. Yeah. Because um, I still need a shortstop. But if I just let my shortstop hit ninth, I'm not that worried about it. I can start building up my reserves to something nice. And I could take some stuff, but... I would take Shohei Otani as a DH. I want to take Julio there on my in reserves. Ooh. I like that. He's on my radar. Um, I will take. I know what position player I want, but I don't know if I want to go with pitching here. I don't know what pitcher is really safe at this point. Um, I would take Shohei as a hitter. Or, excuse me, as a pitcher. I already took him as a hitter. Okay, so you got them both there. I'm probably start getting some pitching as well. I'm gonna go with Max Fry. Free. Yeah. Alright. So you're catching up with me on pitching now. I feel like pitching. I don't know. With nine pitchers, it may actually end up being pretty important to have some depth here. Um let's see. Looking at my infield, which is still in need of a decent amount of help. I like a lot of guys here. Um I don't know which third baseman I want though. Um, I'll take Pete Alonso. So I have DH and a first baseman second time through. And still no, still no starting shortstop for me. I'm gonna take Dansby Swanson. Which basically forces me to now get a shortstop. And my options are Xander and who? Oh, Tim Anderson. 
I would take Xander. I mean, it's an all-star game. We like power. I feel like we have to like him, right? Exactly. Alexander. He is not the greatest at defense, but we'll take it. Also, he may be leaving Boston. Wonder where he would go. Very true. Yeah, he might be gone. Boston seems to be you know, anytime they have a star player like that, they've been getting rid of him recently. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they have coming as like as far as players they yeah, have coming prospects, up. But... And it doesn't seem like they have a lot. So maybe that's why they don't seem to be like bringing back a lot of the guys because they got JD Martinez, they got Xander it out soon. Yeah, so. Hmm. I think I'm going to go with Clay Holmes here. Okay. So going back on the pitching side. Um, I'm still comfortable with where I am pitching, I think. So I will take Kyle Schwarber. Get some power. I love. I love me some college war. Okay, so then I am going to take. Go with Andrew Benatendi. Okay, not a bad pick. Um, I shoot. Should I go back to pitching yet? Oh yeah, I'll go with Emmanuel Class A. How did I overlook him? He's down there. He's way down on the list. My guy, my guardian. So I have seven innings worth of pitching. I have Hader, Clanahan, Musgrove, Noah, Burns, Otani, and Class A at this point. I like where I'm at with that. It's going to be hard to get a hit. So I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Nolan Arnauto. Okay. Um, let's see, let's take, I think we need a backup third baseman now, and Rafael Devers is left on the table. This is awful late for Rafael Devers to be taken, but third base is just so deep, mm -hmm. there was no need to jump on him earlier. Yeah, exactly. It's back to you then. I'm going to go with Nestor Cortez. Right. So we both have seven pitchers now. Um, I could use a couple things. Uh, let's take Wilson Contreras. I feel like there's a good gap between Contreras and Travis Darno, and I don't want to get stuck with Darno. All right. One more outfielder, two more infielders here. You probably don't have to worry about drafting Travis Darno because I can't take him at this point because I have two catchers. Yeah, so I mean, he's just going to get stuck on me. So Travis Darno is probably going to be the last pick. Let's go. I'll go ahead and give him to you. Yeah, go ahead and give him to me. Um, hmm. Then you, you took Schwarber, didn't you? I took Schwarber. Yeah, I'm leaking him. Um, how about Starling Marte? Ooh, nice. 
Uh, I'll stick to the outfield. I like that. Um, Byron Buxton. Yeah, he, was a, he was another one I was close to. Okay, so then got two infield slots here. Yeah, so you have two infield slots left. See if I can. I have one outfield, two infield left. Right. I'm gonna go with Tim Anderson. Or okay. did you? You didn't uh, take Anderson. I, did you? I took Xander. Yeah. Or can he play second base as a reserve? Or no? Um, I mean he could, but then you probably have to use a second baseman as a shortstop. Yeah. You still gotta take one. I actually don't know if Tim Anderson has ever played second base because oh. I know Xander has. I thought he played. I thought he played second that game we watched him play. I don't remember. Yeah, it was too long ago. That was a while ago. Shoot, I don't know who to take. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just shoot. We'll just take. How about we take Jeff McNeil because he's a true. I need a second baseman. It's a good utility guy. I'm yeah. Kind of sad you got Jazz. Um, Should have taken him earlier. Yeah, I was I was surprised he wasn't one of your top picks. He was close. If he could only hit for average. Um. Oh, speaking of hitting for average. Oh, dang. We don't need. I already took a first baseman and a third baseman. I left Luis Urias. Actually, do you have first baseman and third baseman as well in your backups? I have Dancy Swanson, Coronado. I do not have a third baseman. Or, yeah, I, I, I do not have a first baseman. Was oh yeah, Luis was the other. Okay, so you'll need him. But, um, I will take. Let's go back, and let's take Ryan Helsley. I'll take a guy that can throw 103 miles an hour. He may not be the most consistent. He may not have the best numbers, but I'll take that on my team. Okay. So then I'll just go ahead and I'll take. I'll stay Clayton Carshaw. That's a nice pick. That was that's a good one. The pitching from here is kind of weird. This is I mean we have Tony Gonsolin left, who's been really good. But I mean I, we've kind of been going for a lot of dominant players and he's not on there. Edwin Diaz is more dominant, hasn't had good numbers. David Bednard, Martin Perez, Joe Matafly, all been really good, not not electric, so we each have one more pitcher to take. It's going to be interesting to see where we go with this. Um, I do need a backup second baseman and backup shortstop. Both? Yes. Yeah, you got two I need it both. Uh, do I need another outfielder? Yes, I need another outfielder. I'll take Kyle Tucker. And then I'll just go ahead and I'll take Luis there. Okay. Um, so I'll go ahead and jump on that ninth pitcher so I get priority of who I want there. I don't know. This is kind of tough. I mean, I, I guess I could take like a Tony Johnson and move him earlier in the game. That splitter is pretty nasty. But I really like me some Martin Perez. So I would go with Martin Perez. 
I gotta make up for not picking him or not uh, using him in our list. Yeah, so I guess I got gonna I, I can, I'm gonna go with Gosselin. Okay. So you get a really good split finger. That's gonna help you out. Um, I need to go back and fill out my infield. Andres Jimenez, my guy. That's the reason I didn't pick my second second baseman because I knew he'd be there. I'm perfectly fine with him. I just got one more pick left. Your DH? Yeah, it's gonna be my backup DH. So this is gonna be interesting. I wanna yeah, see what you do yeah, with I could go with I could go a few different ways there. We got Pujols and Cabrera there that were added and you got William Contreras that was voted in you know he's a starter I think I'm gonna go with Cabrera all right yeah I'll leave uh, I don't have a spot for him but yeah I'm surprised you didn't take polls I mean Otani was there yeah. um so I will take then ooh, what else do I need I just need an infielder right yeah you just got one slot left in infield um and that's got to be Tim Anderson. All right, so we're not really going to draft the rest. Yeah, but we it, could we could disperse them later to fill out a roster if we're going to actually like simulate this game or something. But yeah. for the most part, here are our starting lineups, and we'll put these again um, out on the worldwide internet, world worldwide web. Probably on. Check out our Instagram for that. It's going to be up there on our story. Um, the catchers. All right, we'll just, I'll just run through my. Lineup first, and then go to yours. My catcher is Alejandro Kirk. First base is Vladdy. Second base is Jose Altuve. Third, Jose Ramirez. Short, Xander Bogarts. Outfield is Trout, Acuna, and Betts. My DH is Jordan Alvarez. Who's your lineup, Noah? All right, I've got to go, you know, starting a catcher. We got Jose Trevino, and we got Paul Goldsmith, Jazz Chisholm there, Manny Machado, Trey Turner, Aaron Judge, Juan Soto. John Carlos Stanton, and then at DH there we have a healthy Bryce Harper. Yeah, and then yeah, I should have mentioned I have a healthy Jordan Alvarez. Yes. Um, yeah. Pitchers for me, my nine pitchers are Josh Hader, Shane Lathanahan, Joe Musgrove, Alec Manoa, Corbin Burns, Shohei Otani, Emmanuel Classe, Ryan Helsley, and Martin Perez. Yeah, then we got Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, you know, Sandy, Luis Castellano, there, Max Freed. Clay Holmes, Nestor Cortez, Clayton Kershaw, and Tony Gosselin. Yep. And then the reserves, for me, I have Wilson Contreras, Pete Alonzo, Rafael Devers, Andres Jimenez, Tim Anderson, Kyle Schwarber, Byron Buxton, Kyle Tucker, and Shohei Otani again. Yes. Then, you know, we got Travis Denard there, Dansby Swanson, Nolan Arenado, Jeff McNeil, Luis Orez there, Julio Rodriguez, Ben Attendee, Starling Marte, and then uh, Miggy there and DH. All right, so those are our lineups. That's all. Um, yeah, we'll keep you guys up to date on whose team actually turns out to be better. And we we'll hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's kind of a special episode, an all-star yeah, episode. All, yeah, all-star special, I guess. Right. Yeah. We'll be back talking about the – we're finally going to talk about the American League Central, right? Yeah, we've taken we a break. Got, yeah, I'm taking a break for a couple weeks on that. Yeah.
but yeah, we'll, we'll finally get around to it. A lot has been happening. It Not has, of, which is a good thing. Yeah, it's been a busy part of the season, but yeah. yeah we'll hop right into that hopefully next week. Hopefully you know, there'll be some trade discussions. We can summarize the All-Star game. Hopefully yeah. that'll give us some news too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you guys for joining us, and we will see you guys next week.